This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to, to another special episode of, of the, the Only, Only Friends, Friends Podcast. Podcast. We're here with my Only God. Friends. Yeah, who's that include? My boy Toy 2! Let's go! It's World Service time, baby! Let's, Let's go! Let's poppin'! Ooh, we're poppin' right now, man. <laughs> Let's go, Connie. That one wasn't as smooth as the nah, last time. We, we, do, we do not rehearse these things, no, as you can tell. No, no, no. Berkey's no. just seething over no, there. No, I actually thought that one was better. All right, cool. Well, well, yeah. You know. When it's, uh, you know, when it's raw like that, it just shows the realness of this oh, podcast. Oh, baby, I like it raw. What I the like hell is happening? Me and Guapo got the flow. It, yeah. We get it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Guaps. What's popping, guys? Well, you're, not, you're not going to introduce our actual guests? Well, who's like, our guest? Mr. Hanks is in the building. Actually, oh, he's not in the building. He's not in the building. He might be actually be in the shower. Uh, yep. Let's let's. Uh, I did shower. I just got out of the shower. I barely made it on time. I, yeah, we're I proud apologize. of you. We barely made it on time. Fourteen minutes until we go, he goes. I'm about the shower. And like as if any of us thought the guy who lives twenty minutes away was going to make it. And then he gets out of the shower. I mean, he goes, made the call, the Zoom. I, you know, I really had to scrub deep. It was a late evening. Drafting. Yeah. He gets out of the yeah. shower. He goes, "Not going to make it, boys." It's like, <laughs> We fucking know, man. We do have someone we in the building. We do. What is uh, popping, Jeff? Hey, yeah. guys. Wow. How are you? Nice to see each and every one mm-hmm. of you, even you, Brent, over you can, Zoom. We can, as you can tell, who the responsible one of the group is. Yeah, I just showed up. Berkey said 1030, so I was here before 1030. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, now, I have no business calls to take care of. Brent Hanks is also that director is of programming he at PokerGo. Very he's prestigious a busy man. position. Busy, yes. busy man. Conrad, also a very busy man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah delayed the 10.30 start time in spite of the fact of being the one who demanded the the 10.30 start time. Time the fuck out. I told you guys that like 10.15, I just woke up, I'll be there in 20 minutes. We never get the podcast started before 10.35. You could have had turn on the timer at 10.30. I'd have been here, boom, boom, boom. I'd have ran in. What's popping, everybody? Blah, 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 blah. And you know we got shit popping. So don't you blame this shit on me. That's not oh, how this operation man. runs, Conrad. Okay, well, we we can we can oil this motherfucker, and get it running smooth. <laughs> <laughs> if you think if you think this is gonna be if you think this is gonna be the WSOP of Conrad showing up three minutes before go time, you're dead wrong. Sir. <laughs> listen, I might be here three minutes listen, after. Listen, th- th- we need to get this thing in order because the tortoise needs to. He needs his big blinds, and he needs to get down there, and you know. On time. He's already very fraught at the idea that he's going to be starting the mystery bounty two hours late. No, not two have, hours late. Oh, yeah. Just two hours into it. That's not two late. hours in. Yeah. You get there two hours in. You're going to wait a little bit. Forty thousand chips. Sixty big six. Six hundred big yeah. blinds. Just make sure you go eight minute levels. <laughs> Just make sure you go today. Levels. Make sure you go today to put money on TBI City. Power. I already did. Went yesterday. Fucking. Tours. We're responsible in this room. On, Beautiful. Man. I loaded my account with more money than I can ever spend. Why do, you, <laughs> why, do you, why do you think I wasn't here yesterday? I was I was down in Paris. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. You, and, you and Morgan. Morgan Morgan Chase? Melissa. Morgan Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy that, um, Tyler, who won the, no, it wasn't Tyler. The one that got your girlfriend's name wrong. Michelle's name wrong. Oh. oh <laughs> That's what I was referring to. Tyler? <laughs> no, it wasn't Tyler. John? John. It oh. was John. John. Yeah. John. 
Hey, John. Hey, John. All right. Before we get into this thing, uh, we have to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, WPT Global. They are currently in the midst of their spring festival, which includes a prime championship. This is a thousand dollar buy in uh, 10 day ones, which began on May 28th. So you have till June 4th to uh, play your day ones. It's a 200K guarantee. 2 p.m. Pacific every single day. We're actually giving away $210 satellite tickets today. Uh, all you have to do is go to the Only Friends Twitter page and leave your WPT Global and user ID name in the comment section. We'll pick a winner at random by 2 p.m. Pacific this afternoon. So be sure to head over there. Get your value if you're in a qualifying territory and you're not actually out in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada for, you know, the big festival that is upon us. Christmas morning, if you will. It is. Hmm. It is Christmas morning. And yeah. It's kind of like Christmas Eve for us. That's true. Because we're not playing until tomorrow. But, y you know. Speak for yourself. Who knows where I'm going to be at That's today. true. You'll find something. There's properties today. all over mm -hmm. Las Vegas running MTTs at the moment. So many. There's a 600 at the Wynn. I think a 1650 or 1750 at the Venetian. Shit's popping, man. Shit is popping, you know. I'm about to put my, my running shoes on. Oh, man. It's here. I'm scared of the Venetian, honestly. Are you? Yeah, I was stuck Why? in the fucking parking garage for God knows how long the other day. I moved five car lengths in like, I don't know, 45 minutes on the ninth floor of the parking garage. Venetian or Palazzo? Venetian. Gotta do Palazzo. Mm. Oh, I'm a fish. Easy out every time. Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. Just gotta get those steps in for, you know, a little quick, Fair. quick exit. All right. I like this. He's right. Palazzo's the play. All right. I've never done that. Yeah, little, little, little pro is tip there, there. Is there a tournament today that you're going to go over and play, Connie? Um, maybe. Max late reg the 25k six max. There we go. <laughs> Non-zero chance yeah. that happened. I mean, he he just come in a day two with 20 bigs. So yeah. can I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Spin, spin, spin. Right, now, Berkey, are you going to play the 25k hmm. six it, max? It is is one of five events that I am certain you to play. Said six. Like, he just said five? six. Now yeah. he's down to five. By well, the end of the podcast, we'll be like, this is one of two. Well, playing this in the main, the three K six max they kept as a turbo, so I might just not play it out of protest. <laughs> You've been on this for a couple years now. Well, it's only been two years that they've done it, and I think it's the most asshole thing to do. You you run like four six K or sorry, you run like four six max events a year. Why is one of them a turbo? As much as you don't want to play tournaments, you think the tournaments you'd want to play would be turbos. You know, get in, get out, get your money. I know what I thought. Yeah, no, no. You just don't get it. No, I mean it's six max. You know, you deep. You I'm, I'm a wreck. You want them, you want them I'm bring, a wreck. I want my I, chips and you, I want my time. You want them to bring back that? Uh, what was that marathon one? Remember? Oh, that, I uh, love that event. It was like a it was yeah, like a thousand dollar buy-in, but it was like a seven day event. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Perky, have you looked at the new high roller structures? These are pretty quick too. Yeah. Um. Well, some. Uh. I actually this was. One. No, no, no. The twenty five k sixty minutes. No, it isn't. Yeah, it's sixty minutes, but oh, they, they skipped a couple levels that they. Yeah, but it's six max. Last year. Uh, I mean, it's six max. Like, yeah. Well, so uh, is that 3K. Right. <laughs> right. But it's 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes is just very fast. I agree. I agree. Uh, which is fine. I, I, look, I, I'm not beefing or I'm not complaining because like it, it personally puts a distaste in my mouth. Uh, I think that this is pretty widespread. Like 3K is a price point that is a very, very popular price point amongst everybody. And I don't think recreationals want to play six max turbos like it's already a structure where they are kind of like forced into action when you now speed up the levels egregiously and basically make it a high roller structure 
you're really just kind of like looping them out. Now, to be fair, I actually think that it probably reduces the edge that a lot of pros have in the field. But, you know, it's one of those things where what's more important to you, optics or uh, saving people from themselves? Yeah. And I think optically, like, those type of events, it, it'd be different, like, you know, if, if, if it were a random Tuesday and there were a 1500, uh, you know, freeze out that was a turbo, who cares? Right. You know, there's a bunch of those throughout the entire series, but you're only running uh, a 1500, a 3K, a 5K, a 10K, and a 25K 6Max. There's only five of them all series long. It seems weird to pick the middle price point and say, all right, this one's going to be fast. I love it, man. For a washed up, withered, former <laughs> professional, much like my good friend Will Jaffe, who's in the chat, mm. this is the kind of structure that we need. We the can't fast- compete with these animals in these slow-paced, deep-crawling events. This is perfect. Yeah, maybe I should go about this the exact opposite way and that's only play the turbos. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. Get in there. Well, Fire away. I, Bring yourself I a bracelet in one day. I don't think that's feasible, personally. <laughs> um, and I also know that... I know that what you're saying out loud makes sense in your head, but I also know that you're lying to yourself. Like, if the tortoise had to show up on his day off where he yeah. had set some money aside to play a tournament... And they were like, all right, man, you're out of here in 15 minutes on average. You wouldn't be happy. No. You wouldn't be happy no, at all. Tortoise, listen, I mean, he's called the tortoise. He's there for days, buddy. That's right. <laughs> he's going to play three hands, one a day. He's going to find him. He's going to find his way all the way to uh, a min cash. That's what the tortoise It depends does. on how many times I get dealt aces. <laughs> aces yeah. are important. Aces are very important to the uh, World Series. You're... you're Soul success, not just you, but most people, your soul success for the summer is predicated upon how many sets, straights, and flushes you're going to make. So is everyone else's. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, you know, a lot of the people who, yeah. uh, who have big summers, they just made a lot of fucking five-card hands, mm-hmm. man. A lot of sets. It's, it's really Held. all it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this game. Uh, you boys had a big day yesterday. Big By day. the way, who puts up the money for this? Well, certainly not. What do you think? Not you. El Jefe. We have uh, we put half of the action up on Poker Stake. Okay. So we consider ourselves in this 25k fantasy draft team. No gamble, no future. Really, the people's team, right? Because anybody can jump in if they want 0.1 percent or if they want 10 Mm percent, whatever. So we represent the people, and I think we did them proud. Brent, probably one of the greatest drafts of all time. Well, that's funny because I, I was trying so. to I was trying to figure out a way that I could get negative percentage of you guys, yeah. perhaps like crossbook or, or something of that nature. And Are when I t- came in, Berkey said, our "Team's any good? Is that what you're suggesting?" Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know shit about shit, but uh, <laughs> I said I would take a couple teams sight unseen against you. <laughs> and I said, "No, you can go through it and, and like actually look and pick a team to side bet against us." And you're glad you looked through. Yeah, it, right? I'm glad I looked. I said I would take Deeb's team sight unseen, and then I looked at it and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, Deeb really punted this fucking draft." I think but it was again, hard. To, it, there are some great teams. I, I do really like our team for what it's worth. As the uh, general manager of course i have to say that sure Um, but with 20 teams it's just going to be very difficult to construct a really sharp team where you can sit on some players that never come up towards the end of the draft like we did last year with adam hendricks and sean winter Mm -hmm. this year those two guys went for a ton i think adam hendricks went for somewhere in the 30s 40s that's not right joe 47 we got him for three on winter went went, went way higher last year we got him for a dollar well part Um, of that's because the 
the POI changed a little bit, right? Like it's favoring the high rollers, uh, or maybe maybe the schedule changed a bit where there's more high rollers. But in any event, like the high rollers are are worth a lot more now. It's pretty similar to last year. Okay. Um, I think the only major difference that stood out is that this year they count the uh, the women's championship, they count the seniors championship, and they count the casino employees event. But I'm pretty sure the the slate, the schedule pretty on par with uh with what they did last year there are more 25k pluses this year i don't think so i don't, I don't well, think the so. 25k six max is new <laughs> new because it's in it's never six max form though right that's the only yeah but there's also a 25k eight max right i weren't there two 25ks last year there was that 100k bounty yeah. thing to start last oh, year oh right, right that's right, not right. in that's not in this year um, yeah. right yeah so maybe it is pretty comparable um but also with winter and hendrix those guys they played also mixed. did really well last year yeah yeah and so yeah, that's just a, they're gonna have the natural boost and then you know they're much well, more noticeable in, in this right year. but i'm saying on average at least and maybe it's because there's 20 teams i yeah. saw that a lot of the high rollers went for a much bigger price yeah. this year where most of them were one dollar last year yeah i think i think that's fair should we talk about brent what happened to us at the beginning of the draft i mean oh, i think what a debacle i yeah. think we so, recovered very well but yeah you go ahead and tell it from your perspective and then i'll share mine i mean it's no secret every year we want to draft daniel yeah right? and it's just that's kind of our that's our thing we like to have the the support behind the team we know people love cheering for daniel and we love daniel as well um so we always want to draft him so we set a budget for 115 that's what we were going to bid for on daniel i believe the price hit 111 mm -hmm. and i looked over at jeff and i just said well fuck it and he goes yeah, yeah yeah i agree fuck it just kind of very very silently and i thought we were both acknowledging well shit we're not going to get daniel and we just stopped and within i don't we i froze he froze sold i think he went for for 112 or 111 uh, just like last year yeah 111 mm -hmm. and we blew it and jeff was pissed mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, God, what, what have we done? Because um, that was the whole point is we got to get Daniel and then we build around Daniel based on the, this massive list of players that we, that we structured. So that happened. That kind of changed our strategy a little bit. And then Deeb went for even more than that. Uh, we Again, we wanted to get Sean Deeb, but he went for a ton. So it just everything kind of derailed after that but i think we quickly rebounded it yeah, and so, got it together wow well, i would have interpreted the fuck it as the next bid was 115 yes yeah, so from same. my perspective mm -hmm. going into yeah. the draft we had agreed you know brent brent's the general manager i was promoted recently to ceo and president of uh, business <laughs> operations so brent would be the voice you know you have a couple people sitting at each table representing each team but it's just easier if one guy just says all the numbers nominates all the players etc so we agreed that brent would be the voice and just like brent said when it got to 111 and we had the 115 budget, I thought Brent said, fuck them, like every other team, like, yeah. fuck these guys, you yeah. know, we got this. And I'm like, yeah, fuck them. And then it's just <laughs> silence. And it's like going once, going twice. And then I kind of froze, like, because sometimes he likes to jump in very last second. I'm like, here it comes. And then sold for 111. And yeah, I was not particularly pleased at the moment. But Brent, like, looking at it all now, maybe kind of glad it happened i don't know we we like to do a stars and stars and scrubs daily fantasy like strategy it's a little bit different this year so i think we have a i, I mean a pretty good spot. i would say you guys got the poor man's daniel negranu and jeremy osmus mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> you know uh, I, I mean osmus is is i think jeff correct me if i'm wrong but top three players that we always want yeah daniel or deeb 
or Osmus, and we got one of the three. So, and, and I honestly thought Osmus might go for even more than what he went for at eighty six. I, I think we may have paid upwards of ninety five if we had to for, for, for sure. Jeremy. Sure. Yeah, I one of the things that I noticed, uh, and I guess I'm realizing now that I didn't really understand the way the structure of all this worked. Uh, I guess I thought that there was like a hierarchy of or a tiers list that they went through when nominating players, but it seems as though it's like pretty random, right? Um, Jeff was saying like Steve Zolotow was nominated like you know midway through the draft or whatever and went for a dollar, so that kind of monkey wrenches things a little bit whenever it comes to budgeting. Yeah, in the sense that you can't just like back end all of your your fillers. You know, like when I do the ODB draft, I just draft my low my uh, low budget players last. Because I'm just trying to figure out ways to round out the lineup, make sure that I use my entire $200, etc. But I noticed that there was a lot of people with like, like I was I was picking on Deeb's team. I was like, I don't get it, man. He has Dan Shack and Steve Zolotow for a dollar, but he has $33 left in the chamber. <laughs> like there wasn't somebody floating around for 34 that that would outperform one of these guys. But I guess you know Steve was maybe a steal whenever he came up, and then it might have been like a panic buy at the end with with Shaq to like fill out the the actual roster because it doesn't go to your point top to bottom i mean right. Negrano usually does goes first and yeah. then, then deep goes second but other than that it's kind of like a, a mix and match type thing so yeah it, it's it's very difficult to prepare for it's very easy to come in thinking you're going to go with one strategy and then have to completely change things up because i think guapo was saying earlier uh like dario san martino for example i would say went three-fourths of the way through the draft, and he was a, a $75 player. So it's just one of the right. top guys going super late there, in the draft, so it makes it weird. There's also a lot of uncertainty surrounding Dario. There's only a couple people that I think have reliable yeah. information there. We are not one of them. I actually didn't even try to reach him, but um, he just had a baby. So is he going to play a full summer? I I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows, but seems to me given that price given the way that people were bidding maria's team being one of them and she always has good information uh, I, I would suspect that he is in fact coming out for the entire summer but there's always that to keep in mind something's going on with everyone's life that is brand new that nobody knows about hence the baby right um that changes everything the most basic example is like let's say phil ivy was nominated and daniel started going crazy as far as bidding for him was concerned i mean phil ivy would be a $120 player. I think he was, uh, what, 19 or, or something like that. So a lot of it is just scouting what the other team's reaction to certain players are. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I don't know, man. Th this is uh, this is really interesting to me. Is This is obviously the biggest field of, um, yeah. of teams that have been out there. What was the second biggest? I think last year, Brent was, what, 12 or 13? What, teams? Yeah, amount of teams. I thought there were, I don't know. I, I have to look back. Maybe maybe 14 last year, but this is certainly the, the largest, and I think next year will be, I wouldn't be surprised if there's 30 teams in it next year. Wow, sure. let's go. Yeah, yeah, Brent's right. Last year, there were 14. That was that was the record. Let's go. Let's start crowdsourcing some teams. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, it be, in there. The, the, I mean, now that you guys tuned in for a little bit, I assume, right, with the stream, Berkey? Uh, no? Very, very briefly. I was there for a good amount of time. It Conrad is, was waiting to get picked. No, I love the party in there, man. It's yeah. a party in the way that the whole thing is handled with Daniel running it. It's a very simple setup. Uh, cash bar is open, and obviously, I, everyone's rich now. Apparently, like twenty five k is like twenty five <laughs> bucks. 
Um, Inflation, bro. Yeah. I I just think that, and we got Anson Sang in there with Ren Lin. I think now this thing is trickling over into, you know, into the Asian side too. So I just think that this thing could be pretty big next year. Oh, we got a Ruski team? (laughs) Well... Oh, you know, yeah. Right, right, yeah. He's playing our credit. Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you said that though, and I was thinking last night, looking around the room, like, why doesn't Hustler have a team? Like, I can't believe yeah. Feldman and Vertucci didn't just come in and, and you know want to blast off and be a part of this whole thing. But I think you're going to start to see that as well. Where I, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because like there was a lot of shit that went down on Spaces last night, and uh, even though I think most of this show is going to be a celebration of the WSOP, it's worth noting that there's something big going on in LA this weekend as well. Sure. Uh, so tonight's the final night of the Million Dollar Cash Game, and I think to your point, from everything I can tell that surrounds the LA scene as a whole, they really, and this isn't like directed specifically at Hustler. I mean like LA poker scene in, in a very general sense. It really seems to try hard to segregate itself from what's going on in Vegas. Uh, especially MTTs, right? Like there really is no tournament culture in Los Angeles. Like LAPC is dead. I'm sorry. Like I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but what used to be their version of the Winter World Series is just dead and buried. Uh, the main event was and has been extremely small since it left WPT. Uh, the bike, you know, they run their California Championship, which I believe just concluded, and they do okay. Their big claim to fame, I think, over there is uh, those escalator tournaments or whatever. Yeah, the Mega Millions. Yeah, where you can play like 25 day ones, and then you can just direct buy into day two for like you know, uh, I don't know, something like 10X, 10X the buy-in or some yeah. shit like that. Pretty good. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's smart. It appeals to a working class. Well, that's not fair, but it, it appeals to the working man in LA uh, where there's a ton of liquidity. But I think that they're really trying to carve out this this <clears throat> special niche of uh, kind of like a high stakes, far removed from the general poker community type of brand uh both at hustler and just in cali in general um and i would say that they're they're relatively successful but with it comes all of this like honestly it makes sense right like when we think about reality tv where's it all coming from mm-hmm. it's all fucking la yeah. right it's, it's you know lamanna knows all the names of the shows i'm just gonna i'm gonna <laughs> mix it ma- i'm gonna mix and match a bunch buying of beverly together. hills buying beverly hills oh, that was my next one coming in right Thank yeah you. of course yeah. Selling Sunset. I was going to say selling Beverly Hills and buying Sunset. So, uh, <laughs> You'll get it right. Not going to help you meet my sister. No, it really is. <laughs> listen, listen, you're not getting a date. Well, she you doesn't can't want get someone in the industry, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, um, it's nice to be a normal person every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know why I brought this up. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be like, wow, your brother's Jeff Platt? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you already wrote that in, in our DMs. Uh, Boy, relax, bro. Relax. <laughs> this is why I got that fucking screen protector. Think, people think I'm like GTA wizard. I'm just, I'm just out there trying to slide into Jeff's sister's DMs. <laughs> Anyway, Bert, yeah, is your mom watching this show? <laughs> she might be, man. Uh, uh, is she oh, available? No. Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! Did you say something about my mom? I was gonna say, I was getting his ass. Too much talking about people's moms. I'll week. fucking fight you. I don't care. Oh <laughs> uh, man, did you guys catch up on any of the uh, on any of the cash games over the weekend? Did you watch any of it? I was watching a little of it. I mean, listen, it, 
I think personally, it, it's great if they do well, and I think it's good for them if, if we do well with the no gamble, no future, $1 million buy-in, for example. So I, I don't see it as like a, a rivalry or we're rooting against each other. I hope they do well. They crushed it in viewership. Um, for me, I would just personally rather watch tournaments because that's what I play, but sure. I acknowledge like how big of a deal that is. And I'm sure Brent especially acknowledges how big of a deal it is to you know, get those guys like actually in their seats for a million dollars a piece and maybe more. Not easy. Yeah, that's really, really hard to do. Um, as I'm sure now the public is quite aware of, right? They canceled yeah, yesterday's game. Um, w w it was expected to happen yesterday, right? Or, or was that, am I wrong there? Yeah, no, it was, it, it was supposed to right. go off. Yeah, for sure. You're right. Uh, you know, I don't think like all the details are, are, are being disclosed, but for anybody who was watching the first three days, it was pretty clear that they couldn't keep yeah. that level of velocity up through day four and day five. So uh, I think the day off is relatively expected. Uh, we knew that the lineup coming in today, whatever was supposed to be yesterday or today, was going to be very, very, very different uh, than what we saw the first three days. Tony G had left. We weren't going to see uh, Pav again. Um, you know, they lost... Uh, Brandon Steven and JRB, like all all the catalysts from day one and day two were pretty much out the door. Uh, I thought the day three lineup was the best mix by Agreed. far. Like not even remotely close. I, I think day one and day two was a good example of why it's very important to have professionals in the game that both give action but are comfortable enough in playing a lot of hands that they're willing to facilitate money movement around the table. Um, I thought day one and day two really lacked any level of competitive sparring between anybody. So it was just a lot of everyone seeing flops, trying to make really good hands, and then getting kind of petrified once big money started to go in. Uh, and the big hand that comes to mind is like when Rob turned the nut full house, check called, and then had the second nut full house on the river and was considering a fold versus one <laughs> bet. It's like, okay, yeah, you guys are playing a different different sort of game. Mm. But when you insert Huss, when you insert Ozzy Matt, and you insert Airball to some degree, even if it's only vocally, uh, it does change the dynamic a lot. Like, these people play off of one another. There's, there's a rivalry kind of forming. And I, I think for tonight's game, it's going to lack that, you know? Like, I don't think anyone's going to challenge Doug. Uh, Airball already said that Saturday was the hardest game that he's ever played in his life which is insane to what? me. Insane. He was on Spaces yesterday saying that he was scared. Mo he admitted he was scared money. The stakes were too big and the game was too tough. And I just think that is like so clear that he's been getting softballs for the last year. <laughs> it's just like there isn't a single person who thinks that they're good at poker that wouldn't have just like jumped over a dead body yeah. to, to get into <laughs> that game. Um, and, you know, tonight's only going to be tougher. Right, like I don't think that there's any clear spots. Wesley is gonna VPIP ten percent at most. Uh, Airball, Huss <laughs> is out of the lineup now, so we have Doug, Dwan, Hands, all consummate professionals, and Rob Young. Uh, so I think that that's the six. Is there anybody I'm missing? I'm looking up to see if they posted the lineup yet. Uh, they posted it yesterday at some point. What's oh, is this like right? Tom oh. Tom Dwan's playing. Yeah, Dur, Doug, Hands. Wesley, Airball, Rob Young. And Ben's whoever, out. Uh, who's Hank? 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 Hands. LS, no, LSG Hank. Hank. LSG Hank? Um, Asian they got kid. a new one. I don't know. Asian guy named Hank is playing. Okay, I don't know Hank. And Hank? Rory Young. Rory Young is also playing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
I'm not kidding. Honestly, like, I think that's a little bit fucked up. Uh, just in the sense that Prometheus is a sponsor, and they've been scraping all of the data to all of the games and running it, th- like, it's their promotion. They're literally promoting yeah. it. Uh, so, like, Rory has all this excess data on everybody that's playing in the lineup that no one else has. It wow. seems like, I don't know, man, it just seems like a bit of a conflict of interest, but, you know, maybe I over-scrutinize these types of things. But yeah, not a good game. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't imagine they're going to break any records tonight. Why is Wesley going on an apology tour about playing sub-13% VPIP after um, Well, he got game? attacked pretty hard. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you watched, but him and Huss went pretty hard at one another. I mean, yeah. But he, I don't think he's apologizing. I think he's defending himself. Yeah, I mean, I, didn't, I shouldn't have said apologize. Yeah, I think it's yeah. very, very different. He's, he's quite defensive of it. Um, uh, what did you guys, did you, did you see much of the back and forth? I didn't see any of it. What was the no way. crux of the argument? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like halfway through, I guess, what, Sunday night's game? Um, Huss had been winning, and Wes and Airball were, like, walking a lot, and both of them were, like, sub-20% VPIP. So, like, literally just playing zero fucking hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what actually started the banter. I think, I, I think, like, Huss was getting a bunch of needles for basically, like, running really good. Um, and at some point, he just, like, turned his, his direction towards Wesley. I was like, this fucking guy comes in in a Bentley or a Rolls Royce, whatever, like talking all this shit, buys him for $3 million to cover the table, and hasn't played a goddamn hand. And he just like doesn't let up. And at some point, Wesley, <laughs> Wesley says something like... He uh, asked what his mother's name is. Well, yeah, it, it's, it, it led up to that. Like, uh, I think Hustle was basically accusing Wesley of being a trust fund baby or something like that. And Wesley retorted... Uh, something along the lines of like, did your mother give you the money or what's your mother's name? Like, and, oh. and basically, Huss just goes, I'd be careful. I don't give a fuck. I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And it just like escalated. I mean, this was like for hours, like three hours maybe towards the end of the session. Um, but their viewership spiked. So they were at like 31-ish concurrent for hours. The game was good. It, yeah. You know, like the Rampage right, buff right, was obviously right, super so. sick. That brought people in. Um, but it had leveled off. There hadn't been a million dollar pot. We still haven't seen a million dollar pot. Pretty crazy, all things considered. Well, they posted uh, one that was a chopped pot. Yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be like calling Rampage's pot a million dollar pot because he yeah, jammed for six hundred. Yeah, the chips are in the middle. Right, yeah, and, like, it counts. Or... Yeah. So like, obviously those don't count. Um, so yeah, like we we I, I don't even think we had seen a half million dollar pot since the Rampage hand. Um, so. Uh, it was pretty low, but then this fight happened and it spiked from 31,000 to 48,000 wow. over the course of like 30 minutes. That's crazy. Just people started coming in in droves. Uh, they love the drama, man. They, they can't get enough of it, you know? I mean, 48,000 concurrence is pretty strong. That's a lot. It seems... Um, 2,100 people were in spaces last night watching Wesley and Huss talk to each other. That's absurd. Doug, and, Doug just put out a tweet about an hour ago. He said, not feeling super great today. But I will be showing up at the one million dollar game and try to hang in there for the sake of the sake of the show. Hmm. So that's just yeah. already saving face. We got the Jordan flu game coming out of Doug. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah. Well, he does want to play the biggest pot in hustler history. I have a one K side bet with Deeb that the biggest loser tonight will be over a million. I think that's like the freest money I've ever made. 
Um, you think someone will lose over a million? No. No, no oh, fucking okay. yeah, chance. I, uh, I, I took the under without knowing the lineup. I, I took the under yesterday, this time, prior to knowing that the game was even canceled. Uh, so basically, he was counting on the Doug was going to come in and really ramp up the action. And I was saying that I didn't think that it was going to be a game like that, which I still don't. Um, you know, there's a chance that like, he and Hands could get involved in something big or he and Durr. But I think in general, like most of that money is going to be in lockdown. We're not going to see 1K, 2K, 4K today. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Doesn't see. But you it. never know. My boy Juan's in there. They might spin shit up. Who knows? Maybe. And it might. Everybody just might just say, okay, whatever. He's fucking Juan asking for it. I don't know, man. When I <laughs> when I played that game with him and Ivy, I, you you would have thought those two weren't even at the table. Well, they were, were they? Well, Ivy literally was. <laughs> He literally wasn't at the table. He just literally was not at the table. And Dur uh, had more money on whatever sports game that was on. No, that was Ivy's problem. Uh, Dur was like floating outside of his body. Like he was just there as a shell of himself, playing zero fucking hands. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll be watching uh, from the table, but uh, we, got, we got a kickoff event today. It's time to get shit popping, man. Poppin it. The casino employees event. That's right. That's right. Let's go. Casino's employees event. Kicking off today, what is it, five hundred dollars? Yeah, which is actually great, no, by the way, because awesome. a lot of people who work for Poker it's, News can jump in there, and so like, it's what if you have a podcast? Wow, I should go play it. I think you have I mean, to they uh, work at just a let you. I don't know if anybody checks. Casino. I, I don't. I don't want to play. But imagine Berkey playing the casino employees. What the fuck? Uh, Poker News doesn't work for the casino. Any more than we do. That's strong. That's I'm trying to get you in there, yeah. Lamana. What the hell are you scrutinizing me yeah, for? Lamana's a good point. You think I want to go play it? I do. I. You know, I don't. I don't want to rain on everybody's parade. I, I don't want to go in there and just win it. Like, yeah, you know? I, I want to. Yeah, do. I yeah, want to rain on do. people's parade. <laughs> <laughs> I need about eighty uh, right now. Uh, there's a funny story to this. Fuck the million. Must have been going on ten years ago now. One of our friends staked another one of our friends for the casino employee event, and he won it. And uh, I believe, yeah. and I'm probably Shout getting out some to John Catola. Yeah. I believe, and I'm probably getting some of these details wrong, but I think that there was a big discrepancy between the two of them over what happened to the bracelet. <laughs> or, like, the value of the bracelet of, like, oh, you know, if, if it should be... <laughs> what? Well, That's you know, it was Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, the guy, they cut it in half. The guy that nicknamed you the devil? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is yeah. the one and only. Yeah. Well, to devil. be fair, Lamana he didn't nickname, so, Lamana nicknamed himself the yeah. devil. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> John just kept it he, going. No, he didn't nickname me the devil. He's the one that said that I self proclaimed the devil, which is also. You believe not true. this, Jeff? Brian nicknamed himself listen, the listen, devil. Yeah. This is what's going to happen in like 10 years from now. I'd be like. This guy who came in, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to call myself the tortoise. <laughs> and it's just, somehow it's going to be like, I, I came up with a tortoise nickname. Don't worry I didn't it. come up with a devil nickname. I didn't come up with a tortoise nickname. I just get Brent, nicknames. Brent, you tell me. You've known Lamanna a long time. You tell me what you think actually yeah. happened here. You know, now, this, according like, to this, folklore. This bit is... Folklore, that's a very good Taylor Swift album. Of course. According to folklore, uh, old Brian was grinding up in Johnstown, PA. You know, those yeah. underground... Mike World's place, who mm -hmm. ultimately went to jail for killing his wife. Allegedly. Alleged. No, no. not allegedly. He's <laughs> in jail. <laughs> He's convicted. Wait, yeah. no, like, wait, what? This, this guy's running a game and he ended up... What? Bro, what? This, this is actually a fan... We, we should do a whole episode on this someday. There was a dateline about it. Uh, so he was originally from Michigan, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, moved to Johnstown, PA, got remarried. This is John Catullo's stepdad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the stepdad okay. to the, the guy we're talking about, the one the employees event. Um, and his past caught up with him once we had moved out to Vegas, where it seemed as though in his first marriage, uh, he was a suspect for having killed his wife. And then, you know, somewhere around 2009, 2010. It was a cold case for like 20 years. Yeah. And then, so you and guys then played they, with him the whole time in between? The I whole went time. on trips with him. I went... <laughs> Like, really the nicest guy. No, we went to Atlantic City. We went to Vegas. Together. I always had like, a yeah. sus meter on him, man. I never fucking liked him. We played together a lot, and like he just made some sideways comments to me that I never liked. So we used to play in his. He had he owned a comic book shop, and he ran a game out of there, and he had his own chips. And uh, his name was Mike World, which obviously had to be an no, alias. No, it, because or that's his, what we called him, I guess. No, because he owned a comic book store called Comics World. Oh, okay, right, right. So they, they called his name was Mike, and they right, called right. him Mike okay. World. Okay, so on the chips, it was it was uh, like World's chips or something along those lines. And I took one one day, and when we were driving home, I looked at Lamanna and I go, "The world is my bitch." <laughs> <laughs> You have that chip somewhere? I you do. Got it. Yeah. I absolutely do. Oh, man. Uh, it's a relic. But anyway, Brent, Folklore says that Lamanna was grinding up in that Johnstown game and had a set of sixes. And when he rolled it over, he goes, <laughs> call me the devil. <laughs> now, Th this nickname I actually thought that, that was true. Because I've heard the man repeat that line over the years, uh, especially when he's drunk, where he'd say, this is call me the devil. Yeah. Over and over, and I, I didn't know the exact origins. That you know, you guys. It started with Devilfish. It started in college because they said I played like Devilfish. You're like you're like Devilfish because he always wins. And then, um, you know, a short <laughs> because of the glasses you were wearing. Uh huh. Call me the devil. Yep. Call know, me man. the tortoise. I, I think uh, I think there's some truth to this one for mm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. WSOP. Great time. Kickoff event for you today. Kickoff event. I, I will be playing the 25K6 Max. Let's go. How many, how many runners do we think it gets? First <sighs> event of the year? What do we think? Great question. Um, I. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yeah, Tortua. We're, we're a little behind. It's the tortoise devil. We didn't, we didn't have the. We had the uh, delayed reaction to that, but that was amazing. I, um, I think it gets over 150. That's a lot of people. In the prize pool? No. <laughs> I'm thinking it gets like, I would set a line at 200.5. What? Entrance. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot that's of people. Good. No, I think it's. I mean, I think last year's 25K, and now it's, it's full table or 8 max or whatever. Well, say, I think it's 6 max is more popular. Though. Okay. Well, yeah. Last year's 25K high roller got 251. Okay. Oh, wow. And uh, was it the same one way low entry? Volume. Yep. That, that yeah. Yeah, because I, I fired it twice. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah you did. You would know. Yeah. Gonna, I, you, you, you have a second board allotted I, for this one? I'm not doing it. Just one? I just took a big chunk of the first one. And by big chunk, I mean way too much. <laughs> like way all. too much for a recreational tournament mm -hmm. player. Yeah, like all, all right. of it. Um, all right, so like, but to be fair, I said I was only going to take one. Or I was only going to play one bullet last year. Yeah. And then I busted in a way that I wasn't happy about at right. a table that was really good. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, nah, so I'm going to dust off another 25K. Yeah, yeah. I, I was definitely about mm -hmm. to say, what's the over under that if he busts, if he revives? I would say, like, it's minus 135. Uh, yeah. I can't be that big of a favorite to re enter. Yes, you are. Come on. You are. You're just 100% on. You, you love the, you're doing Max Light Reg. 
No, no, I'm going to be there from hand one. A hundred? Uh, I'm sorry. It is minus 250. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, here's the, problem, uh, with, here's the problem with your line is that uh, for me to re-enter, then I have to make a very prudent decision of what makes more sense. Coming back in at the point that I bust or max late regging day two. And you'd go get, oh, okay. So. Yeah, if you decide to max late reg day two, you might just not do it. No, the opposite. No, he 100% oh. does it. I, I think the opposite. I think if I decide to max late reg day two and it looks like it's a super juicy spot where like, you know, only a quarter of the field remains mm -hmm. and you start with 20 bigs, then there's a much better chance that like there's a, what I'm getting at is there's a good chance that I only plan to fire one. I bust today, call it quits and then see tomorrow that, you know, only 20% of the field remains Yeah, and I can max late reg in 15 bigs, 20. by the way. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Well, we spin. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when you'll be in there, is what you're saying. No, no, no. But, but if you do make the final table of this event, mm -hmm. I will be doing the sideline reporting. So we will have a chat at that mm. final table okay. on Poker Go. Well, will, will it be streamed? It will indeed be streamed Damn. as that will kick off, Brent, I believe, 47 straight days of streaming. Mm. Right. I yeah. was really hoping it wouldn't be streamed. How are you <laughs> taking one. Eden Rock's job? Isn't he the side? You know, I've heard reporter? I've heard a lot about Eden Rocks. I have not I've not tuned in, but I think me neither. I think it's it's Kara <laughs> Scott and then me, Natalie Bodie's gonna be with us this summer, Mincy, and then whoever. Eden. And he, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, now I, I don't believe that Mincy is going to be a live reporter for the CBS broadcast. <laughs> no, no, no. But he'll be walking around talking to Definitely, people with a camera. Yeah, a hundred percent going to be a live reporter doing his own thing, mingling with Mincy, and he's going to grab anyone and everyone that he can find playing any all event. sorts of buy-in levels. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's televised or not. He's got his own producer. It, yeah, Mincy's going to be something else. Uh, oh, sh sorry, uh -oh. I just had to tell Conrad something. Um, <laughs> what are you guys going to be doing as far as your play schedule goes? Uh, for me, it kicks off tomorrow with the Tournament of Champions. That's very right. exclusive mm -hmm. event. Yeah, very exclusive. How do you get into the Tournament of Champions? It's a great question, Brian. Thank you so much for asking. You have to win <laughs> either a World Series of Poker Circuit ring, which, which I did, as I'm sure many of you are aware, mm -hmm. last fall, or a World Series of Poker bracelet. But since last year's TOC was post-WSOP, it was just that two-week window or so of online WSOP bracelet events. So there are this year 990 potential qualifiers. So mm -hmm. I think 750 to 800 will play. And then other than that, I'll play, I think I have room to play like five or six events, mostly work for me, but I'll mix in some of the 1500s to 3Ks. But Brent, this is like the only time of year that Brent plays poker. So yeah. what, what you got, Mr. Hanks? I'm going to pay, I'm going to play 20k worth of buy-ins plus the main event that is my plan so i'm gonna blast off on oh, this mystery same bounty thing right yeah. you play in the main i cannot play the main uh due to silent reporting rules does, Again, don't mean to brag pretty mm. cool does um poker go pay you for your expected main salary you know what i'm gonna bring salary. that up thank you very much mm. you know, Conrad. I think that, like, very, very good point that's there, gotta Conrad. be at least an extra six figures mm -hmm. a year Brett, right? what do you think you're pretty high up on the totem pole you think we can work that out <laughs> I'm sorry, you, I missed the uh, the payment for what? Well, just like, you know, if I would have played the main, then I would have gone deep in the main and he paid wants his a lot ROI. of money. Yeah. He so wants like, his ROI for just, missing yeah. the main. His ROI is like, what, 
2,000 percent in the yeah, at least. At I mean, least, I finished yeah. 60th mm-hmm. one year, yeah. so, so, like, so yeah, I would say if you give, finish top 60 if you could just again. tack on a quarter million dollar yeah, bonus, that would be fine. Uh, half in of the end of July every year for. Um, Old Jeff over there, that'd be great. Yeah, give him half of his expected. I don't ROI. understand. I mean, Nick Nick Shulman gets to play the main event, and he's also doing the broadcast. So, why can't you also play the main event, do sidelines on your off days, and then if you make a run, Natalie could be sidelines. I don't. You couldn't work that out with I, your uh, with your contract. I have learned that uh, Nick Shulman has slightly more pull than than I do within uh poker go but i i it, the, the main event is my favorite job of the year by far so i don't oh, even oh jeff you downplay it you downplay it you would love to be in there in the mix well, of course it's the greatest poker tournament in the world imagine being on the main far. stage in the thunderdome oh. day five with conrad simpson to your left ivy to your right but i can do that now guaranteed That's i'll true. be there i'll be up on stage talking to conrad it's that happened before you do have a good point you do have a good point I, you know i'm excited i'm excited for our talks this year i feel like maybe uh maybe you're just over invested in this can you please stand up bit and uh you could actually have a got a little overplayed didn't it oh no time. i think it's great but i'm Thank just saying you know maybe you could have an understudy so that you could actually okay. fire a day one okay yeah, Natalie. Uh, perhaps we're we're switching off emceeing duties for Mystery Bounty, so I'll be there on Sunday. I believe is day two yep. of the Mystery Bounty, and so first is that when five you start hours. Pulling the things? Yeah, that's I'm, it. Wait, yeah. hold on. Hold Not on. until you, after four p.m. Maybe, maybe Conrad could be your understudy. I mean, the likelihood yeah. both of you make a day two or <laughs> day very, three is pretty low. low. You can Listen, have, Dusty, calm down. All you, right? can have, could you, you can have the please stand up bit, and if you're still in, he has the let's get it popping. That might work. Mm. So I have a question for you. Yeah. You're not playing the mystery bounty? Correct. All right. So now, now poker go. Now we're really talking. Yeah. Because you're a really lucky guy because yeah, you're not good at poker. Drawn. You win tournaments. <laughs> like you won tournament <laughs> champions. You won the MSBT. No argument so, here. So, yeah. you know, like you, you're a really lucky guy. So, like, I think you deserve at least what? 50% of a mystery bounty as well? Yeah. 50% of one of the gold chests. Yeah. Mystery, gold chest. but, but Conrad, the thrill of being there on stage when you pull. The million dollars, I mean, oh that's my. that's that, priceless. That is you know? true. That is true. I already actually started um, preparing myself this year okay. by putting out um, a word-for-word glance tweet. <laughs> and he put oh, that out was last smart. Year. I saw that. Yeah. that was ge- you were the first one to do that. Yeah, you know. That was genius. Obviously, it means something, you know, so you got to be sharp in this game, man. I'll see you guys on stage, or Natalie yes. will. <laughs> do you guys have any pre-WSOP traditions that you like to to? go forward with the day before go in the hot tub day of i used to like to actually wait in line to register as stupid as that sounds wow, i feel like it's like it's like it. romantic it. yeah it is you know yeah. you get to the world series mm-hmm. you wait in line you take the cash out of your pocket you put it on the table real rite of passage like, yeah, yeah and you're in there and they give you the ticket and it's great but this year this year i'm not going to do that <laughs> fast pass yeah mm-hmm. fast track hanks you do uh you do anything I just told you my schedule. No, no, no. You're like any rituals to get oh. uh, amped up. No, I man. mean, I, I, man, those rituals are long gone. Now it's uh, change a few shitty diapers, get down there on time, and, uh, <laughs> and hope that it's a late evening. I don't have any rituals, man. The man, I, I, you. Well, we would watch rounders, but I think that was before oh. the main event, right? Isn't that? I know we were trying to organize a, a rounders watch at your place, but um, there's think, no sacrificial tortoise or anything. No, no, we don't. We don't sacrifice <laughs> okay. tortoises. No, they they 
You leave the tortoises alone. Yeah, free the tortoise. <laughs> Why don't you get a desert, like a pet tortoise? Wow. I could. I could. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how my two dogs would um, react to it. You can hang out right here. We can get, make a nice little. That is true. We can make a nice little thing for him, Case, and you mm -hmm. know. You just see Chauncey just on top of the shell. <laughs> <laughs> there definitely are desert tortoises, right? Yeah, yeah. there are. Mm -hmm. Wait, what movie did I just watch where there was a tortoise in the dry? I think it was a Kevin Hart movie. They ran it over with the, the car. What? But he survived. It was okay. Yeah. Oh, everything. Tortoises okay. are resilient. I think it was a <laughs> I think it was a Netflix special. Um I have I have two traditions. We used to watch Rounders the night before always. That mm -hmm. tradition seems to have died. Uh maybe that's why we didn't do well last year. Wow. Speak for yourself. True. Well, I mean, I broke even, but that's not doing well. I did not do well. Uh the second one is and I'll I'll put this tweet up before the the 2 p.m. 25k. I always uh, recite the grind, mm. like word for word in in it. a tweet. It's so good. If you guys haven't seen it, TCU's the grind, 2012. It's just it's uh it, it might be one of the most masterful written things I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, just really makes you want to run through a brick wall, you know. And I think that that's what we're all here to do. We're here to run through a goddamn brick wall. That's right. 57 days or however fucking long it is. Rise and shine. 6 a.m. <laughs> I can't make yeah. it to the alarm <laughs> clock before the voices in your head start telling you that it's too dark, too cold. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to uh, I tweeted this earlier. I'm looking forward to taking more of a Rex mindset into the series this year. Just uh, Kind of laid back, no pressure, don't need to win anything. It's not about the money. That's how you win. It's not about That's how you win. It's not about playing well. Mm -hmm. It's not about studying. <laughs> it's about being there, man. You know, it's not about it's ICM. Enjoying the moment. It's the just moment. just Getting make those a chips deep in run. Your hand, yeah. You know. Just, you, you need yeah. to be there for for the people, like for the fans. You need to show up and like you know, this is the World Series of Poker. This is what people travel in for and it'll oh, be like oh my can, god there's there's matt burkey like they can this wander so cool. their they're, happy asses over to the bellagio they, they aren't coming to the bellagio <laughs> bro they're, gonna come to sweating they're coming, they're the, coming bellagio. to the bellagio the we got kicked out of bobby's room because they're running 3k 6k mix every day wow yeah so i heard the, that those games are going to be huge this summer the mix yeah. games i said by the way i saw mercier yesterday he fucking looks good man yeah he looks yeah. good lost some weight got in shape shaved the head shaved the beard Kid looks like he's on a mission. No. Wait, he's in Vegas already? He's only here for four days. He's just playing the 3K 6K. I just doesn't think he wants to be recognized after those tweets. I, I swear to God, he walked up, and I, didn't, I did not <laughs> know who he was. He goes, you looked right through me. I'm like, you don't look like the same man. Mm -hmm. It's incognito. Yeah. I get, he didn't text me. Prick, I, gotta, I just texted him now. <laughs> told me he was letting me know when he was coming. Prick, he said? That's not very nice of you. Well, You know, I will say there is a tradition unlike any other that has presented the itself. The Masters? For this, uh, for this World Series of Poker. And Jeff knows perhaps what I'm going after. But with the Golden Knights now making the Stanley Cup. Let's go. Go Knights, go. Knights, go. That now equals myself and Jeff attending a Stanley Cup game with Daniel. Where we will black out. Come yep. back to the horseshoe at the end of the game. Yep. And that's where Daniel will put me in some ridiculous tournament. Perfect. Where I can quote unquote burn his money. Can't, <laughs> can't confirm this happened. Happen. This happened the last time that they made the Stanley Cup championship mm -hmm. uh, or the Western Conference championship. It was a 5K. Uh, the Daniel ended up coming out 
blacked out drunk. Oh, oh, these guys were hammered. And just running up a fucking massive stack. <laughs> he torched Chino's face. Uh, just absolutely obliterated the man. Couldn't see straight. There's just no way he knew he was even in the building. Do we have a hand history? I don't remember. It's on his vlog from uh, 2000 and... What was that? 2019, 19, Brent? Maybe. I think. I right think before the pandemic? I think you were... No, was it that? I think it was no, the fall was... series of 2021. Oh, you might be, you might be right. 2021, yeah. yeah. So, no. It was just like a regular season. I think season. it was a regular no, season right. game. We, we, yeah. Brent and I were talking about this because it wasn't it wasn't last summer, of course. Oh, yeah. because so, No, you're right. You're yeah, right, you yeah. might be right. Yeah. It would have been one of the You're right. It was the last time it was at the Rio. Yeah. Because we had our RV. Yeah, we had our RV. So you're definitely right. Uh, yeah, so even worse. It was just a fucking random Thursday. <laughs> and these two idiots went out and got just like front row hammered drunk. Brent managed to put two bullets into the 5K. Yeah. Ten big blinds at and a time. And I bubbled. Did you really? Yeah, I made day two or whatever it was, and I ended up finishing like, well, soft bubble, like 15 short of the money. Yeah. Mm. Well, no. you could have just bought in at that point and still been 15 short of the money, Brent. <laughs> Negroni would have sobered up by then, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Uh, no, I don't think that was true then, but there was a 5K tournament, it might have been 2018, where you could max late reg and be eight out of the money. Uh, and I, I just remember I did it and I ended up like stone bubbling it <laughs> in a spot where I was kind of the asshole. I called it off with Ace Queen. Uh, I had the best hand, not that that was relevant, but kind of an asshole. Yeah, I had like 15 or 18 bigs. Yeah, no, I, I could have cashed. That's not kind of, man. I could have cashed. That's a complete asshole. Not tortoise approved, <laughs> let me tell Go you. Go for the win. I was very much in my ICM is for four people stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've been taught a lesson or two. Yep. I deserved it. Deserved Chew's it. Chew's at my table. He saw the whole thing. I'm sure, he's yeah. just still to this day is like yeah, this fucking so guy. <laughs> yeah. I held you in high regard. What are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm surprised he ain't asking if you wanted some home. The bracelet odds, Chewy. Yeah, no, come on. After man. seeing that, nobody wants <laughs> nobody wants the the asymmetric downside. You can't blame them. So yeah. no bracelet bets. No bracelet it's bets. Official. Yeah. Lee Jones Very wants sad. to know in the three K six K mixed games is there a fish or is it just a bunch of crushers just slugging it out? Really good question. Um, it's all well known names. That's the best way I can answer it. So, yes, there is some fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know shit about mixed games, so I, I personally could never, like, qualify anybody as a fish, but I know how cash games work, and the assumption is that someone thinks someone else sucks. Yeah, somebody's yeah. losing big. Well, I don't even know if someone's losing big, but for sure, two people in that game think each other suck. That's true. And mm -hmm. that's all it really takes. Uh, as long as, like... Two people think that each other sucks, and the <laughs> and the rest of them agree that at least one of them sucks. The game runs. Yep, sure. The game will just go. Uh, but honestly, like those guys are sick enough and rich enough where maybe they just all think that they're the top dog. That's the other way it'll run, right? Is if the lineup's super tough, but you think you're the best one in it, the game just goes. If all six guys think they're the fucking number one top dog. We run it. True. You know, we just roll. Is uh, is person back in the mix or is he done? I, I believe he's done. I didn't see him in there. Um, I saw Patrick. I saw Mercier. Uh, a few other... Kruk, Seaver. Don't think I saw Kruk. I didn't look that closely, though, to be fair. I just did a quick walk by as I almost accidentally walked in thinking it was our game. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so is... you guys are upstairs now? Yeah. That's fucking... That's You guys are like the low-budget room. Kind of. I actually... 
I kind of enjoy it. They blocked it all off for us. So like 1020 is on the floor now. Oh, nice. So um, you have the whole upstairs. Yeah. So that's, we have four tables to ourselves. We're probably going to get three games every day. That's pretty fucking Maybe crazy. a fourth. There's like a little lounge area now. That's insane. It's really nice, especially during the series where like table space is prime. Yeah. Um, it's noisy as fuck though. That's probably the only downside. And then it's also just like much more accessible. Yeah. Which is kind of fine. Like I don't care about foot traffic or uh any of that stuff but you know when you're playing you often have reload chips right behind you, or yeah. whatever so like you have to be a little bit more on guard about uh all that stuff because the bludgeon is not going to protect you in any capacity yeah. you know you go to the bathroom you got to put the chips on the table and even that isn't really saving you from getting them stolen it's just better for the camera i guess yeah are you, hopes uh, of Perky, are you getting in the main game are you in the good one or are you kind of in the feeder uh I don't think I'll be able to get into the main game much, if ever. Um, but the other two games should be pretty good, and it's it works way better for my schedule because the main game starts at 10, and you kind of have to be there on time if you want to play it, where I can get a little bit of leeway and just come at noon for the, for the secondary games, um, which allows me to still do this every morning. Pretty important, you know? We yeah. got to bring these WSOP updates, even That's though... Right. Uh, I won't be necessarily in the mix. I'll, we I'll gotta get, get it popping. Can you pick a team? Oh, oh yeah, right. What team? A team to I'm gonna go up against Team No Gamble. Yeah, we're, we're gonna oh, we're gonna do a little crossbow. Uh, same. I want a hundred bucks on team, but I'm <laughs> taking somebody off their team and I'm putting me. Oh. Okay, that's fair. Deal. Yeah, Brent, seems... that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's hey, definitely not unfair. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are out of your fucking mind. I'll make everybody pay. That's right. God, I did it. want to let you know some some news that WSOP just released. Perhaps you already covered it. It's breaking to me, but they just announced a policy and solver concerns that clarifying the RTA policy at the World Series of Poker. Oh, this is huge. Go on. There's an article on Poker News that just came out, and I quote, if caught using RTA or GTO software during a hand, a player will be subject to penalty up to and including a disqualification trespass penalty. WSOP said in a prepared statement, we reserve the right to further penalize a player for using RTA slash GTO in any other situation and our sole and absolute discretion. Players may continue to use their device to play WSOP.com or use the Caesars Sportsbook app while in, out of a hand. So I have a question. Uh so while you're out of a you hand, get that sports bet in while you're in yeah, the hand. Yeah, I love that. Like, I love that. Caesar's, like, Caesar's oh, PR looked at it. Like, oh, maybe throw like, in one thing about the sports I mean, book. It's about to you know tip off, so it's like I gotta get so this in before. If I you're out of a hand, are you allowed to look up a spot? I don't understand. I, the, that's well, why they. I, they, they I think they left it ambiguous yeah. on I purpose. I would not risk yeah. it. That's what I'll tell I you think, that so. much right now. So they basically left it. it ambiguous on purpose. They said yeah. if it happens in a hand, it's automatic DQ. Uh, if you are caught or subject using to it. penalty, which could right. include DQ. Right. right I don't yes. think you would. Sorry. Yeah. You're yeah. you're correct. And then if if something happens out of a hand, uh, it's TD's discretion, which honestly I think is a really shitty fucking way to go about it. And it's everything that I've been fighting against because now not only do you have to put the onus on players to police this and uh, bring it to the TD, but now you put the TD in a position to have to make a ruling on he said, she said, and so much favoritism and bias can be uh, levied in this type of situation, right? So if a known player who has really high standing in the WSOP 
that wouldn't make for really great PR if he got, you know, DQ'd from an event or something like that, gets accused of having looked up a spot previously. And, you know, it's very, my point is it's very easy for the TD to just go like, okay, it's your word versus his. Like, let's move on. If it happens in a hand, let me know. We'll DQ him, right? Uh, where alternatively, if it's like, you know, Joe the Plumber Wreck, who is most likely to be using GTO Wizard in between hands because he has the least amount of confidence in the spots and is looking for peace of mind. And, you know, somebody to the left goes, I'm going to tattle on you. And, you know, maybe he's forthright and says, yeah, I was looking up a spot from an hour ago or something like that. He might just get DQ'd. I don't know. Like, I, I think that, I think that, like, publicly creating more gray area only makes the matter worse, in my opinion, um, in spite of the fact of it being worded in such a way that it's meant to be a deterrent. Yeah, so just some to add a little bit to this, yesterday, Jeff, actually, the two of us took part in a conversation inside the studio prior to the draft. Um, Jack Effel joined in on the call. The founder of GTO Wizard, Matt, was in on the call. Chance Corneth was there. Chris Brewer was in attendance. Maury, Paul Campbell, Ryan Kirk at the Aria. Uh, Tim Duckworth, Donnie Peters. We had a lengthy discussion, about an hour, about uh, what's happening. The state of solvers and tools and tech and the inevitable evolution and development of what's going to continue to happen with this sort of technology. And um, uh, Daniel Negrano was also on the call as well. Um, it... it we knew what WSP was going to do, and I think that what was just addressed makes sense, right? Anything during a hand is unacceptable and should yeah. be an immediate disqualification. And I think that's really the I'm message. happy that was clear. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's the immediate message that's being, you know, sent um, to, to players is that don't don't fuck around with this because if you are using it and there's live cards in front of you. They can uh, they can DQ you and you're done for the yep. World Series of Poker indefinitely. You won't play another event. Um, so I think that is that's the loud message being sent here. In between hands, walking down the hallways, you want to reference your you know your tools, your charts, look up spots. I you know everything I've read and from what I understood yesterday, there's not going to be any issue with that. Um, but it's just something to keep an eye on, and I think it's important that these types of discussions happen. Um, within the industry amongst groups that that kind of clarifies and we get to the, the bottom of fully understanding the tools that are available. Um, the public perception right now, when they saw that article at the gardens last week, my, I'll use my dad as an example, was that, oh, wow, you can just be on your phone and cheat and right. know exactly what to do the next hand. And, right. and you can use this online, right? But anyone that that's, knows these tools and actually uses them realizes that's really not the case right yeah it, that, so, and, so that's sort of the the conversation as to what i think led yeah to and, and to your point that's what i've been so vocal about is the fud that's been being pressed so hard like there's just no control of the spin and uh anybody who's not in the know thinks that it's the equivalent of having like a card when you're playing blackjack that tells you when to yeah. hit and when you don't mm -hmm. and it's like so much more robust than that and so much more difficult to actually get accurate answers for anything that's about to happen in in real time um and i guess secondary to that uh i think it's really important for people to understand that this notion that recreationals have no idea that these tools exist or what they are and that they're intimidating to the average joe is 
is like verifiably false. A huge, huge chunk of the training market, specifically GTO Wizards, is recreational uh, players. And I think that like we need to lose this arrogance of don't tap the glass and uh, you know keep keep the dumb money dumb and don't let them know uh, what they're missing out on. Uh, I, I think that it's just like a lot of pros that feel like they need to protect their edge in some sort of capacity and then reframe it as, uh, well, it's actually all of the elite players who are just edge-seeking tiny little grains of, of cents on the dollar that they can make further down the line. I don't think that's true at all. I think like now is the most important time to have this conversation because we're not yet to the point where these tools are a danger to, to the live environment, right? But there's a future where that certainly could be the case. And I think putting in measures now to help police the future or prevent the future case from uh, being problematic is, is really critical. Like we can be, we can be forward thinking here. And uh, one of the big points that I was trying to make is that the easiest way to ensure that these tools are far less powerful to anybody without having to seize phones, without having to police people's privacy is to just speed up play. If you can just speed up the rate at which hands are dealt, then immediately the downtime where people could be utilizing these tools nefariously goes away. If you are able to execute a proper shot clock, if you're able to execute the 15 second action clock pre, immediately the threat of these apps gets at least lessened mm -hmm. at a bare minimum. And I think that like the problem is that the community still has loud voices that are saying faster play is bad and that somehow this turns off recreationals like guys we are in an absolute growth period and the only thing we can do to ensure that that doesn't continue is to shoot ourselves in the foot and find a way to to make the game so unbeatable for new money that they have no choice but to leave because they went broke because people will often do things that aren't in their best interest even if it optically isn't the most pleasant thing in the world, right? But they'll immediately leave when they have no more money to ante up. And I think putting, you know, new money, recreationals, all of this, the lifeline of the game that we all, uh, we all desperately need in order for it to grow, putting them in a threatening environment where, you know, the, the better player has infinite amount of time to act. Uh, the better player is smart enough to stall and times where stalling makes money. All of this stuff, it's so much more detrimental to the bottom line of the average player than any tool that could be utilized in between hands. And it's definitely not close. Maybe I'm alone in that thought, but uh, I mean, I just think that this is the obvious fix. Yeah. I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, Chris Brewer made a great point yesterday. The, the, the discussion, by the way, was so... I, I just thought it was so important. Um, to yeah. have so many great minds, I, mean, I was not one of those great minds, Same. but everyone else around me <laughs> uh, were just brilliant about how you know the, about how this world works. Uh, and I forgot to mention Andrew Lichtenberger, Lucky Tree, was also on the call. Um, it, Chris Brewer said that you know if you think about like the PGT what we're doing, and that was really the focal point heading in, heading into this meeting prior to Jack then joining us um, as far as what the WSP would implement. Um, you're talking about the biggest buy-ins, the biggest prize pools, and 
essentially the top 1% of No Limit Hold'em tournament players that are competing inside of our studio in Triton events, right? These th That's where I think this matters, maybe not the most, but I think that was our concern going into yesterday. And Chris Brewer said that, you know, if someone's going to go out of their way to use technology and tools to, to cheat, essentially, or to have a bigger edge, they're certainly not going to use their phone right. that's in front of them, right? right? It's going to be something else that we are not seeing. It's going to be something else where this guy has enough money to invest and implement something else that is able, that is giving him this edge. I don't, it's not happening, at least not that any of us are, are concerned about, but that's what you have to, to your point, Berkey, look ahead to look forward to, because eventually the tech and the tools will be here and it's going to happen. Right. And I think that's why this sort of conversation whether it's everyone combined, WSOP, PGT, WPT, Triton, all <laughs> together and aligned. But it, it's that discussion is so important. And I think that that's uh, ultimately what you were saying is we, we need to revisit this every year and just take a look at the entire landscape as to how it's changing and address address what needs to be you know implemented at that time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I'm happy to see a statement made pre-World Series. I'm happy that they're taking a hard stance for in-hand. Uh, I don't really know what to think about leaving it up to discretion. I, I think and that I see later in the article that Jack told Poker News that pre-flop charts are, are fair game to consult at the table in between hands. He did... You know, kind of like Brent mentioned, which was the more casual fans approach, like, oh, my God, you can find out every single spot in two seconds on your phone. He did say, uh, let me just read the statements. It's not confusing. Ethel, who mentioned GTO Wizard by name, told Poker News that GTO solvers differ in their capabilities from other poker training tools like preflop charts that are fair game to consult at the table in between hands. That's, that's unfortunate. That's going to be a problem. That's and unfortunate a, because it seems like he doesn't understand what GTO Wizard right. is. And so right. And so my impression, Brent, yesterday, correct me if I'm wrong, Jack just wanted to kind of leave the door open for anything where a tournament director could come in and, and penalize. Like he was worried about making uh, a very specific rule, it, besides the one that when you're in a hand, that you cannot be on your phone, period. It's over. And so I think when he opened the door with the GTO wizard and he's kind of confusing the things, that's not great. So hopefully that gets kind of uh right. Because yeah, because I mean, the thing is, is that if you're allowing preflop charts in between hands, uh, GTO wizard can serve that function. Yeah. 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 Right. So my question is this is how do you, so for instance, I don't know what the user interface looks like on GTO wizard, but who's to say that somebody who's sitting right next to them doesn't know the difference and just says, Hey, like this guy's yeah, using it would look yeah. the same, and then and someone's comes actually over. on GTO mm -hmm. Wizard, but they're using the preflop chart. Well, I mean, this like, is this has been what I said the entire time is that this is unenforceable. Yeah, it just it seems there, like the door just, is not just wide open. It's no like, one's getting eighty sixth yeah. off the word of yeah. your uh, of of your neighbor to the left. Mm -hmm. Like it's just it's such an easy angle. You know what I mean? It's like oh, I have. I have a fucking killer to my right and he's making my, or to my left and he's making my, my life uncomfortable right now. Like, Hey, I saw him use a chart. You know what I mean? And it's, who's the burden of proof on it at so, this point? Yeah. I don't expect any kind of penalties for any usage in between hands, but they will be more stricter. They will tell their dealers, many of which are new to be very strict on being on your phone during a hand. And that will be subject to harsher penalties right off the bat. Less playing online. Or making it well, unless you're on WSOP.com, which I yep. made sure to say. Yeah, uh, Caesar Sportsbook. 
that yeah. that's why that's why I think that like uh, look this all happened right before the series so it, yeah, they, they weren't going to come up with a great conclusion um, but I think that this restrictive mindset of like oh we're going to add more restrictions than moving moving forward is not the right approach because we're we're going the opposite route we're going the untethered route we're saying that there are even exceptions to being on your phone in the hand so it's really challenging now to police something that we are less strict on now than ever right at some point we just have to say like look uh we're allowing like full usage of the phone in most situations uh so we're just going to assume the phone is absolutely unpoliced yeah how then can we best protect the integrity I mean, the of main, the game the, i think the main reason for this being to put out it, it is just for a deterrent and it should be a deterrent yeah. right yeah. it Optics should be a, a deterrent like you yeah. like just don't don't have don't be using the software while you're sitting at the table no cheating at all. right just don't do it <laughs> and then and then you don't have nothing you don't have anything to worry about right so it's like i think that that them putting that out at this at this time is is the is the deterrent that hopefully will you know dis, dis, discourage people from from even attempting to do it yeah a little push what we need yeah you know, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't want to get into it, but I have problems with that. Obviously, yeah. I, think I, I mean, I think it's creating policy just for the a, sake of policy is shitty. I'll give you an analogy that Daniel used that I, again, I think is very good. It's, it's jaywalking is a law, right? Right. Um, we almost all of us are guilty of breaking that law and not abiding mm -hmm. by jaywalking, unless, of course, there's a police officer within sight. You're not going to jaywalk. You don't want to get a ticket, and you're not going to break the law. So. It's something like that, I think, where, you know, you, you're probably fine using GTO Wizard and you might look at it, stand up away from the table, be in between hands as you look around and you don't think anyone can come after you. But the moment you see someone from the floor making their making their walk, you're going to be discouraged, as Lamanna stated, from, from pulling that out and from using it. And I think it's as simple as that. It's yeah. maybe we mm -hmm. discourage the use by making a statement such as this yeah I think, I think the social pressure was already there I, I think that uh you know the the notion of like potentially getting caught with two tables left whenever there's only 18 people in your local area like i think the likelihood that anybody was consulting these charts in those situations was so incredibly low uh and also like what went unaddressed which is uh, another big factor is you know when these major final tables come down you're gonna have a rail and what you do away from the table can't possibly be sure. policed right now right I mean, what if you have 100 like let's say 20 cameras on you 100 lights you know would that discourage you from cheating uh i mean you would think i mean some people like to look at other people's hands and in, in game you know a lot of people aren't discouraged from everything yeah right <laughs> you know if we're gonna discourage everybody of course. the i think the point conrad's making is that the people that are discouraged are the ones that were least likely to cheat to begin with. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever. I mean, uh, I'm glad that it's a topic that's up for conversation. I'm glad that it's not, or I hope that uh, this doesn't shelve the conversation because this is not a fix in my opinion. It's it's a start. It's a start. Right. Yeah, it's a start. It's up. It's like you gotta you gotta walk before you run. Yeah. It's two days before the World Series. Like whatever. It's, yeah. It's I'm not complaining about the rule in place. Yeah. I I just think that like this needs to grow into something much much more sophisticated. But, yeah. And I think it will. Yeah. This right. as time goes on. Yeah. Um. But I do want to tell you that I am picking. Okay. Team Jewish plus a Conrad minus a Nikki P. Wow. Which, that is the actual name of the team, just to clarify. <laughs> Which Nikki P got booted? Petrangelo. Beat wow. It. Beat it, bud. Jesus. Petrangelo wow. out. Conrad Beat it, bud. in. 
Connie in. Team Jewish with Dan Zach, Scott Seaver, Felipe Ramos, Punat Punzeri, Conrad Simpson, Andrew Lichtenberger, Arthur Martirosian, and Big Hooney. I'll tell you uh, what. Let's get it popping, man. I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll also take that squad. Um, with Conrad? I would prefer to keep Patrick. <laughs> I can't. I really hope that he loses. On- and that's the difference. Is, the difference is Conrad's to Petrangelo score. That'd be My the dream. God, if I ever had more fucking, we'd like, be thrilled fuel, to pay you. Yeah. If I've ever had more fuel ever, what what would you like to wager, Brent? Uh, I mean, you, wait, you're the about, CEO in the business, man. That's true. <laughs> CEO and president of business operations. How about, how about 1K? Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking monetary, for. but sure. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, we can think but of Jeff's other. Jeff's got to get unstuck, so maybe 1K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we'll do All right, 100 it. It for and, one dime. and some type of funny. Yeah, we'll think well, of the one, funny before yeah. next. We'll week. do one dime and then a wheel, uh, a spiel, spin on the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. And we, <laughs> and we can all combine, fill out the wheel. Love it. No mayonnaise. <laughs> no fucking, mayonnaise. It's a part of the wheel. Fucking not your wheel. It's my wheel. Okay, we have our own goddamn wheel. All right, let's go, Team Danzac. Let's go, Jewish. I, I plus a Conrad. I can't do it. Let's man. get it popping, okay. man. You know, I'm let's disappointed. Go. I'm disappointed. All you old heads. None of you knew where my shirt came from. Mm. Fish? I recognized it. I just Isn't didn't know what it was from. Yes, there thank you, you Brent. Yeah. Let's fucking go. That's the Let's go. That, yeah. yeah. And I have my nice World Series hat on that Melissa gifted me this mm-hmm. year. It's a real all, dad hat. You all have hell to pay. Yep. You can't read it from yeah, where I mean, you're if you at. Wanna, if you want to read what's on his hat, you're going to have to go to the Bellagio and meet up with Berkey. No, I'm, I'm going to wear this to the 25 He's going to be at the series. He's going to be taking or, pictures, or, walking through the hallways, in the 1Ks. Okay. It yeah. says, let any fish who meet my gaze learn the true meaning of fear, for I am the harbinger of death. <laughs> that is a real dad hat with a dark fucking And you're wearing twist. it forward. You have to wear it forward. Oh, you can Obviously. only wear it forward. <laughs> uh, Anyways. That's going to do it for us. Go ahead. Take us out, Connie. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. We are out of here. We are back at tomorrow, 10.30, if Burke can get his shit together. <laughs> we will figure it out. If not, he might be tw- day two of the 25K, Let's go. which you know mm-hmm. your boy Conrad will be running the show on fucking time. All right. Let's go, Connie. World it's Series. World Series time, baby. Let's World go. Series. Everybody. Good luck. Let's get it popping. It's World Series time. Ace, good luck. Yeah. Am I getting?